boys. Welcome to 2023. Oh, yeah. We did it. We're here. We're back. Yes, we are here. And I have a question because of something that happened to me recently. Um, What place makes you uncomfortable? Like you're there and you're like, I shouldn't be here. And you don't do it yourself. That's me at Home Depot or Lowe's or any hardware store. <laughs> I was at Home Depot looking for flex tape because we have a little issue because, dude, the rain in L.A., pray for L.A., the rain has been a lot over the last, like, couple of weeks. Um, but anyways, I just want you guys to know that I was in there and I am afraid to even ask the people a question in Home Depot because I don't want to feel stupid. And I find myself, I, I think of myself as a smart person. I think of myself as someone who is not embarrassed to do anything. But when I am in a hardware store, I am, I don't know what to do with myself. I literally get nervous. Like I start sweating. Is there any place <laughs> <laughs> that you are like, that you get ner- that you're like nervous or uncomfortable when you go to like any everyday place? Yeah, 100%. Um, anything involving purchasing clothes, I just shouldn't be there. <laughs> really should not. Like, Katie, whatever I should be wearing, just go buy it for me. Please don't make me go to the department store or don't make me even look on. Like, I get stressed out looking online. I had to buy some, uh, like, and you would think like an athletic wear I would feel comfortable with because I basically live in that. Um, but I, like, I have to make Katie even buy that stuff for me. I cannot do the clothes thing, department stores, malls. Like, wow. I just don't, I, I, that's like the worst for me, for sure. (laughs) Um, I had two places that came to mind. Um, the first is like the, where you'd go to buy wine, so whether that be the state store or wherever, like the wine section. <laughs> I've just I've gotten into wine over the last couple of years. I think I know what I like, but I don't belong in the position of making a decision or like the fear of somebody coming up to me and being like, oh, well, what do you like? And I'm like, oh, no, like I don't. <laughs> I, I, the, I, all due respect, we should not be having this conversation. Um, and another place is Pottery Barn. And mostly just because it's like, I don't think we can afford to be in this store. <laughs> Not that I get, you know, uncomfortable in a sense. Like everything is like really actually comfortable there, like super comfy. And that's kind of what we go in to touch and feel and kind of look around. But it's like, what are we doing here? We're never like when I hope one day we can come in here and purchase some end table that we need for $400 and be like, that was nothing. You know, like, yeah, we needed that. We need to come in here. It's just, so it's just like a, that's more of a museum. Pottery barn is a museum and I don't feel comfortable walking in there with people thinking that I can actually purchase something. Great store though. Pottery Barn's a good one. I love that you said that because Pottery Barn is a place where like, I feel like we go to get ideas. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's like, oh, you and then like you go that? to Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, what kind of uh, like dining table do you want? Something looks like that. Okay. Yeah. Then we go somewhere and find it cheaper. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I'm happy that you guys feel uncomfortable in random stores like I do, because I was 
honestly just feeling as other people feel like this because i literally just get like super nervous when i'm in there by myself yeah yeah (laughs) no there is so much like in like it's not home depot and lowe's it's like not it's not organized like it's not like a grocery store where like the aisles are very easy to figure out like what's going to be in where. And like, you can even, even if you don't look at the signs, like you kind of know the progression of a grocery store where like, like minded items would be arranged near each other, but it's just like in a hardware place. That's like cavernous, like those places. Uh, it's hard. The thing that the, I didn't, I think that both of them have this, Dan, you would, you would know. Um, but like what I found out was that you can actually like the item that you need before you go into the store, you can look up not only what aisle it's in, but what bay within that aisle it's located yeah. in. So like that's, that's been helpful. But like, yeah, if you go in there and you don't even know the thing that you need, that's tough. <laughs> yeah. That's lo- a big store. <laughs> yeah. The location thing on the onlines are there. It's game changers. It's absolutely a game changer because you you don't feel like an idiot wandering around a store for multiple hours. But say even you go in to one of those stores and you don't know where the item is and somebody tells you what aisle it is. It's like aisle 38. And you're like, they don't go in order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's and like the front big... ones go in one order, but the back ones yeah. go in like a different order. Like, and then yeah. there's the, the stuff back in the corner, back by the kitchen appliances, the sneaky aisles. I tell you what, it's... There's tricky stores to navigate, but I do love them. <laughs> no, and I hate that it's like bay this. It's like it's not just finding the aisle isn't that's like that's not even like half the battle. It's finding the bay that it's in. <laughs> yeah. It's like aisle 38, but like bay 6A. And you're like <laughs> looking at every single thing as you're going down. That's the slowest walk down an aisle in the world. And you're just trying to find flex tape, which for whatever reason is in like the aisle with paint. Explain um... that to me. Why flex that's seal weird. and flex tape is in the same aisle as like paint. Yeah, that's a weird one. Makes no sense. Yeah, I don't like that. Didi, your adventures with paint lately, though. I'll tell you what, man. How's oh. it going? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you start <laughs> a vlog? Like, that would be wonderful. <laughs> oh, oh, that's, see, that's funny. Um, I forgot. <laughs> I never updated you guys on that. We painted our house. Our house is like this cool bluish gray color. It's awesome, right? Um, But it started out with me painting it myself. And then my wife comes home. She looks at it and goes, I think we got to hire somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we hired somebody and they did a much better job than I could have ever done. And I'm wow. like, why did I ever think I could do this? <laughs> Stupid. Hey, Stupid. you won't know until you try, right? Yeah, right. At least you tried it. Now you know that's not one of your strengths. And you really what you should do, you shouldn't try to bring up your weaknesses. You should maximize your strengths and get somebody to fill in the gaps. And so you did that. Wow. I got that for free. People yeah. charge you for that. <laughs> you, charge, you charge people for that, Chris. Yeah. Wow. I love it. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Welcome to the Brunch Breakdown. It's TV out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh. Today on the show, we've got some weird things going on. Chris is going to quiz us on something, but this is what happens when Chris goes on 18-hour road trips. He just has stuff to say. <laughs> So we're, <laughs> so we're going to talk all about it. And then uh, we're going to talk tailgate funeral because Franco Harris died recently. And of course, because Pittsburgh's got a Pittsburgh, people were tailgating for his funeral. And we're going to talk about what we would have at our tailgate for our funeral, which is really weird to say. But anyways, 
Um, Dan, let everybody know where they can find us here on the Brunch Breakdown. Yeah, I will. And since we're at the first episode of 2023, we haven't been here in a couple of weeks, and I know we have some brand new listeners. We want to welcome you in to the Brunch Breakdown. What you just heard over the past past few minutes is exactly what you're going to get here for the next hour <laughs> or so each and every week on the Brunch Breakdown. So welcome. And where can you find the Brunch Breakdown? Anywhere that you find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible, our good friends at Good Pods as well. You could find the brunch breakdown there. So if you found us there, welcome. If you found us another way, welcome in to the brunch table. So we have a new episode for you each and every Wednesday. Make sure you're hitting follow or subscribe wherever you find podcasts. Let those episodes come to you first thing Wednesday morning. We also have video episodes that go along with the podcast itself. Sometimes we use a lot of visuals. Sometimes you just want to see our ugly faces. You can find those on our YouTube and our Facebook pages. They premiere at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on demand anytime after that, also on Wednesdays. So make sure you check those out. Follow us everywhere on social media as well. We're at Brunch Breakdown everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, TikTok. Follow us, follow you back. Let's be friends for a very long time. And last but certainly not least, the Sounds of Brunch playlist. We give you what we're listening to each and every week. We put it together in a nice little playlist for you on Spotify. We have last week, we have this week. We make it a double stuff edition for you. So check that out exclusively on Spotify. Simply search Sounds of brunch nice and i can't wait to talk music with you boys i'm very excited about it the end yeah. of the podcast it's been okay. forever it's been that's forever. true it's true been a while anyways well let's uh get it started let's get random topics off our chests like dan said if you're new here this is how we start the show we get random things off our chests chris get it started man get it off your chest um cool so i'll just I don't really know how to dive into this one, but like the whole Damar Hamlin thing, man, mm. has been nuts and like uh, super happy that he seems to be doing well. Uh, I think like, so if you, if you, to <laughs> I don't know, the whole world is talking about this guy, but if you missed it, he got hit in, uh, was it my Monday night football game mm -hmm. um, in Cincinnati? Um, it, after he got hit, he got hit pretty hard, but it didn't look, you know, anything out of the ordinary. Honestly, it looked like a, like a just a normal hard hit. He stood up, ended up collapsing. Turns out, like his heart stopped beating. They did CPR on the field to revive him, took him to the hospital, and like for a solid thirty six to forty eight hours, the football world and the world was ha hanging on, like what's going to happen to this guy? Well, Demar Hamlin happens to be from Pittsburgh, um, so there's like an extra connection to him. He played at the University of Pittsburgh, so. Um, I was like hanging by a thread waiting for the latest updates to come out. And I'm super happy uh, that, like I said, seems to be doing well. Um, but like, it's amazing. We, we've seen football players get seriously injured before. We've obviously, to my knowledge, never seen a player go through what DeMar went through, which was essentially like, yeah, it had to be revived, right? I, we've seen head injuries. We've seen guys get paralyzed. Um, but this was something different and it was amazing to me to see not only the football world, but the, basically the entire country and the entire world rally around this guy. And like the lasting thing I've taken from this, especially now that I know, like, it seems like he's going to be okay, is that everybody has found out that DeMar Hamlin is a really stand up guy has done a lot of charity work, has a foundation, has tried to give back to his community, which means a lot to me being from the same town as him. And like, 
if this would have happened to any other player, I don't know that we would have seen, you know, maybe we would have, but maybe we wouldn't have seen the type of outpouring of support for the guy because not only did he had suffer like a traumatic situation, but it turns out he's such an amazing person. He tries to do so much with his platform. And now his platform has grown exponentially. And it's just like, I've, I've been like trying to put myself in the shoes of being in that situation where you find like, he didn't ask for this to happen. He never would have expected something like this to happen. But now for the rest of his life, he has this unbelievable opportunity to, you know, I don't know, does he end up playing football again? I don't know. I don't know how this all, all unfolds from here with his playing career, but he didn't ask for it, but he just got an amazing opportunity to use a, a huge platform now for good. And I'm sure that he will. And it just made me think like for any one person, if something like that happened to you, like what would be the thing that people would want to rally around for you? And like, do you have that thing? And if you don't, can you find that thing? And I know that's like really vague and really open-ended and I'm not ending with like a crescendo of a single specific point, but I think the thing that I'm going to remember the most from this is that like DeMar has that thing, right? And so the whole world rallied around him because everybody wanted him to survive. But like now he's going to have people supporting him and his foundation and his charity work for the rest of his life. And like, I think it's an interesting thing to think about. Like anything could happen to any of us in the snap of the fingers any day of the week. And if something did happen to you, like what's that thing people would rally around? Are you doing something to like give back or do good or, you know, benefit others in some way? And I don't know, that's... uh I would have never wanted it to happen to to him, you know, because I feel like I have a connection to him. But at the same time, like maybe there was no better person for something like this to happen to. And it'll be interesting to see how everything unfolds. I, I hope he continues to recover and do whatever he wants with his life. But um, I don't know. Like I said, that's not like a crescendo of a point, but those are the types of things that have been running through my head lately. Yeah, man, it was a. It's been a crazy week following this story from that, you know, first notification I received on Monday night that something had happened to him. And like you said, we had really chance to watch him kind of grow up and play at Pitt and become a star there. And you always, you know, whether it's your alma mater or favorite school you root for, you always pay attention to those guys that go on and play in the NFL, right? And so to see this huge spotlight come over not just this story but over him has been like crazy that in 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 kind of amazing that so people can really get behind the person which has definitely been a positive thing to take from this and yeah for a while there nobody knew if there was going to be any positive to take from it at all so it is it's 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 crazy and hopefully things continue to get better for him news seems to be better and better each day still a long way to go still a long way to go but um amazing to see it's very few off very few instances nowadays where like our country and uh, and even to a great extent the world can come together over something and agree on something and we we kind of witnessed that over the last week and that doesn't happen very often anymore it's kind of amazing the power of all that stuff uh, yeah and one of the things i thought about because like what chris was saying like how great of a person he is it's like you know, I've heard my whole life, you know, I'm not the most religious person, but I'm somebody who went to church every single Sunday until he was like 20 years old. Um, 
it's like you hear God works in mysterious ways. And you're like, there are a lot of people this could have happened to. And I don't want to make light of this, but it's like where this could have happened to. And people would have been going back and forth like, should we feel bad? Should we not feel bad? Because let's face it. In professional sports leagues, a lot of shitty people. Yeah. And it happened to this person who is absolutely outstanding. And if they could have found something bad about him, oh, trust me, the internet would have found it and ruined this whole story. We all know how this goes, right? But that mm-hmm. didn't happen here. And it's like, what was the like greater purpose of this, the greater good of this? And I think it does have to do with um this thing that I heard a preacher say a long time ago, it was probably, uh, I don't know, it was whenever Columbine happened, right? And it was talking about this girl who helped save someone, but then ended up dying too. And it was like, what did you do in your dash, right? So you're you're born, you're you die. What'd you do in your dash? Hmm. And that this whole week, I've thought about that, like that sermon that she said, and I was probably in seventh grade or whatever grade I was in. And just like, I've always thought about that. It's like, what do you do? None of us know when we're going to die. We've no idea. So it's like, what important things are you leaving here for people to talk to you about whenever that happens to you, whether, you know, hopefully it doesn't happen until you're 140 years old, but whatever. Like, what do you do? And it's like, when we all thought that DeMar was, we like, I don't know about you guys. I thought, I honestly thought the night of Monday Night Football, he he was dead. Because of the lack of information, I was just like, this is awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like everything that came out about him was just so good. And so as we're like memorializing him, but he's not dead, but we don't know what his status is. It was just all this good stuff. And you're just like, and it just made me think like, I, I need to make sure I'm still doing good things. Yeah. Keep doing good things. Or if there's something that I wanted to do or some charity that I wanted to give to or some time that I wanted to donate donate of my time or whatever, I need to do that because that's the stuff that matters. You know what I mean? It's like we all have jobs. We all have things that we like to do and whatever. But like, what do we do that matters? Mm-hmm. And like, he's doing stuff that matters. His GoFundMe was $2,500, by the way. $2,500. Yeah. Now it's like, I don't know. I know it was like $8 million the last time that I heard someone say something about it. Yeah, it's insane. He was just looking for freaking just a twenty five hundred bucks. He's just looking to buy some toys right. for a bunch of kids. Right. Now it's like, holy shit, you can change lives. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's crazy, but yeah, I, we all were feeling something with that. But yeah, I hear you. Shout out to Didi. Uh, that's why he's the broadcaster and the host um, because like I didn't really have a point. But what he just said at the end was I, <laughs> the point I wanted to make. Like, what are you doing that matters? And if you're not doing something that matters try and find something that was perfect i like that what do you what did you do in your dash i, I yeah, like that a lot that's powerful yeah man seven it's weird how that some stuff sticks with you you know yeah. what i mean you know yeah. it's just weird but that's always stuck with me yeah well anyways uh damn get off your chest yeah uh, put me behind the wheel to try to make this left turn with this 18 <laughs> wheeler behind us now uh, dan's like okay so pop tarts <laughs> please <laughs> I wish I had something that spectacular. Um, <laughs> so, oh boy, what a transition this will be. Um, you guys, we're either, and I don't know what it is, we're either so lame as a society or watching, after we just praise society, by the way, we're so lame as a society <laughs> for watching literally the same garbage on television over and over and over again or like the geniuses in hollywood have are just super lazy and they just have kind of give it up now let me explain a little bit and maybe it's a little bit of both 
right? But let me explain. Do you realize, and this really comes to the forefront for me during football season's wrapping up now, but I don't watch a whole lot of network television, right? Streaming this, streaming that. But so you see all the commercials for network TV when you're watching CBS, Fox, NBC, whatever. Do you realize how many of the shows that these major networks have on in primetime are like literally the exact same thing? Okay. <laughs> Here are your categories. Police and crime or like medical emergency. That's right. That's like 75% of them, right? It it is. Here's a here's a brief example. I took I draw a couple down just to prove a point for anybody that might not realize how bad yeah, it is. Dan was looking at his guide just fuming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> CBS, okay? Blue Bloods cop show. CSI Vegas. East New York cop show. The Equalizer, basically a cop cop show with Queen Latifah. FBI. <laughs> FBI International. FBI Most Wanted. FBI Declassified. <laughs> Fire Country, take a guess what that might be about, NCIS, NCIS Hawaii, NCIS Los Angeles, SWAT, and SEAL Team. Okay, that's CBS. That's one network. NBC does the same thing. New Amsterdam, that's a hospital show. Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, and then we have the Law and Orders, right? Law and Order, Law and Order SVU, Law and Order Organized Crime, Magnum PI. Like, it's the same shit. What are we doing? <laughs> we just keep watching it and they just keep like throwing these shows out out of the receptacle, out of the recycling bin, basically. Like, can we please be a little bit more interesting? And I realize as a society, we're clearly obsessed with these types of dramas, right? But like, come on, people, come on. Hable, you have to be better. These major networks, you have to be better. This this isn't doing it. This isn't doing it. We have to be better. They have to be better. Streaming, they're not streaming isn't this bad, right? They're being a little bit more creative there. You'd think cable networks need to step their game up. And this I I I just it's too much for me. It's it's too much. And there's a care. lot there's a lot of crimes out there, Dan. And we have to document right. every single one of them. <laughs> the news. Just watch the news. There's enough bad <laughs> shit on there. We don't need shows to dramatize it and make it fun like oh gosh get get creative please you know as much as i agree with you everything you're saying i agree with but i watch ncis hawaii <laughs> <laughs> i watch the rookie and the rookie feds <sighs> we just so started lazy. watching some show called will trent which is another oh, cop yep. show oh yep saw that one Seen the commercials for that one. Uh, we wa <laughs> we watch SVU and organized crime religiously in this oh house. Didi, you're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed What's to be that? like the older generations that are watching these crappy shows, and you're just feeding into I it. Know, They're like, we got them locked in. It's Didi, Siobhan, and my great grandma watching this <laughs> shit every week. This is ridiculous. Do you think there are people that are just like that, like these shows are all they watch, and they sit around and they're like, can you believe how many types of sports there are? And like yeah, they, they rattle off all the different, like how many different ways can you throw a ball and watch it? You know? Yeah. But yeah. this is literally all that they watch. It's these shows. Yeah. Right? There's no, they don't throw in a, a, a comedy in there or anything 
else like that. Like shows when we were growing up that were like like ER. That was a show, but there wasn't 15 of them. It wasn't like ER Los Angeles. And like we had to keep like, no, that was a huge show. But now we have 55 shows based off of that premise that was so successful and nobody gets original anymore. Well, you know, and then the wild part about it is, is like what makes it even lazier is whenever they do the crossover episodes, oh, which just gosh. makes it a whole night. It's just three hours of three hour one crossover. Show. <laughs> three hour. I heard that. I heard that last week. Three hour crossover. What? Oh, God. No, I hate myself for it. I agree with everything <laughs> you said. But listen, NCIS Hawaii is amazing. Like. Jeez. You know that much crime happened in Hawaii? It's might not, but it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you this, I don't I wonder what NCIS Hawaii is doing for Hawaii tourism though. Just because it really does make Hawaii look like a dangerous place. I'm like, is Hawaii dangerous? Never thought about that before. <laughs> now you're thinking about it. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. Like stay out of this place. I don't know. It's like all of a sudden I was like, yeah. I thought Waikiki was nice. Maybe it's not. <laughs> oh, all right, Didi. It's all yours. All right. Let me get this off my chest. Um, Here's what I'm doing in 2023. I don't really make New Year's resolutions, but my New Year's resolution is this. I am not going to do things to try to save a buck in 2023. Because every wow. time I tried to do that in 2022, I ended up spending more money on whatever it was that I was trying to save a buck on. I already told you guys about my house. My house. I painted. Uh, we painted our house. I was like, oh, dude, I can paint the house. Like, we can do this. We can do this ourselves. All right. First off, I bought the wrong type of paint. Already lost a bunch of money that way. And then, <laughs> so then I had to go buy more paint because, hey, guess what? You can't return paint. Do you know that, nope. guys? Can't return paint. <laughs> can't do it. Um, so that was another reason I looked really, really stupid when I went to go like paint. And also, I bought like really expensive paint that I guess I shouldn't have bought. So, Another thing. Anyways, so then I paint my house and I start painting my house and then I have to go hire somebody else to do that. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I spent, uh, it was like, I think we spent like a thousand dollars or something like that and paint spray or whatever, all this stuff. And then ended up having to pay someone $2,500 to paint the house. So I could have just paid somebody to Spray the house, but they ended up having to pay more than that. And I already knew how much it was going to cost to have somebody come and paint the house. So I spent more than that. So therefore, I spent way more money than I needed to because I was trying to save a buck. Also, uh, my table that I was talking about, the wood table that I have at my house that's amazing. And uh, we got it from a friend who was moving uh, back across the country. And she's like, I have this awesome table, but whatever. I was like, sweet. We want this table. So she's like, I can have somebody bring it to your house for 250 bucks. And we were like, Psh, screw that. I can go get a U-Haul for like 19 bucks and I can go get it myself. Okay. So um, I end up in crazy traffic that day. The people who were supposed to help me couldn't help me. So I end up freaking, so I end up, Having to lift up the table, have to pick the table up myself. I broke my watch. There's $80 gone. Okay. Break the watch, $80 gone. And then when I'm on my way home, I ran and I backed in. I like, so I was like, so I ran into a sign. I'm not going to tell you how. I ran into a sign in the U Haul and hit the window. And it was just the, it was just the mirror. It was just the mirror of the thing, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> Let me tell you, how much is the deductible whenever you do anything at U-Haul? Two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, so, <laughs> that magic number. <laughs> me trying <laughs> to save a buck ended up costing me more money than if I would have just done what I was supposed to do in the first place. So in 2023, I am not doing things to try to save a buck. It's not happening. I'm not doing it. I'm done. Like whatever it costs, that's what's happening. Not doing it. <laughs> Man, I can understand. Yeah. yeah. And you know, 2023 is the year. A lot of people are saying, like, "Hey, recession's coming. Like, do things now to save money." But Didi, you just need to whatever seems more expensive, do that one. <laughs> yeah, and you'll save money. Um, you have an artificial back. What are you doing lifting a table like that? Are you being <laughs> careful? <laughs> it probably wasn't smart. Uh, I also was like very sore after that. That was mm. not a good time. But yeah, um, but I, but I'm good. But okay. yes, I do have, yeah, I do have a metal black. Dude, my x-rays look crazy. I had to go like get it checked on recently. They look so crazy. It's so weird. You just, I look like I'm like, I don't yeah. know, like a superhero or something. Dee Dee's <laughs> half Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll remember that. We got a 52, yeah. 51 weeks to go. And so that's oh, going to yeah. be important for you the rest of the year. Because I think you've learned, it doesn't take many of those experiences, right? For you to learn your lesson. You're like, okay, that's it. <laughs> not going that route anymore. No, and, and the thing is, Chris, you're right. This recession save money, and I am just putting money to the side so I can spend more money on something yeah. that I want done. So I no, that's no, not saving. No, worthless. <laughs> Anyways, well, uh, that was good off our chest. Now it's time to do some drinking. Boys, first bruise day of the year. And uh, Chris, get it started. What All you right. Got? Well, this one um is courtesy of the great state. Of Wisconsin. Actually, it's courtesy of uh, the great city of Chicago. Boys, I've got son of there juice. There it is. Yo. I've got son of juice. Uh, shout out to my brother-in-law, Dan, and is it, what is it called? Is it cousin-in-law? Is that a thing? My my wife's cousin is my cousin-in-law, Justin. Dan and Justin, shout out to you guys because Dan listens to the podcast and he heard me bring up Son of Juice and then he found out that Justin was coming up from Chicago. So he told Justin, hey, Chris really likes this beer. Can you bring some up? And he did. Thank you, boys. Damn, the Sons of Juice a, are here. It's a team effort. Yeah. Oh, and this has Nugget Hops, which I've never heard of. Um, and this is super random and we can totally go past it. But Dan... I recently had a Facebook memory from the Chris and Dan podcast that said on the episode, we talked about penguins hockey and came up with an idea called fun nuggets. <laughs> Dude, and I have no recollection of what that is, but then I saw this has nugget hops and it made me want to ask you. And if you don't know, then we can just go on to your beer. I don't, but now it's going to bother me and I'm going to have to try to figure out what the hell we were talking about. Fun nuggets. You can go back and listen to that episode, I guess. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Anyway, got to go in the vault. <laughs> son of juice. Son of juice. Oh, love son of juice. All right. Well, I've got uh, one that I had last night for the first time. Uh, it's pretty great. I'm not drinking it on the show today, but uh, common space food fight. Can you see this? Is it a glow in the dark can? Jeez. Oh, there we, there go. we go. <laughs> <laughs> common space food fight. Hazy IPA. I love this thing. And here's how it's described, right? Tastes like pineapple, guava, and fruit snacks. Oh, 
That's and literally that's, your beer. And that's exactly what it tastes like. Wow. And I mean, it's, I, th- listen, it's just like me and Chris's descriptions of beers. It's super good for anyone who's <laughs> new here. I'll let you know when it's super good. And it's super good. And it says, food fight is the hazy that smashes together all your favorite things, whether that's having a beer with friends and family or cuddling with your pets all day. Not my favorite, but maybe yours. It's all about bringing the good stuff together. That's why they call it the food fight. And super good. Who's that? Who's the brewery again? Common Space. And they're it's in LA. They're out of LA. Los okay. Angeles. Yep. Okay. Common Space. I like uh, that. Uh, yeah, Didi, my, my brother-in-law Mike also listens to the podcast, and Mike and Dan uh, very much like the way you and I describe beers. Hey, it's pretty. It's pretty good. It's we'll let you know. Good. We'll let you know if it's pretty good or super good or yeah. just, eh. you know, sometimes <laughs> the can art is better than the beer, and we'll let you know that too. That's true. That's true. Sometimes we buy beers because of the name or the can mm-hmm. art. Like this yep. brewery, actually. Do you guys remember when I had juice pants? That's this brewery. I didn't even know it until I got Son of Juice. So how about that? Sometimes hmm. me and Didi's stupidity leads the way to greatness. Yeah. Well, I'll just. I'm glad I'm here for my useless commentary on craft beer. Um, and that leads right into me, right? <laughs> um, and so this is a little bit outside the box. We're gonna start 2023 off with a bang, and this was actually a christmas gift for me as well now i've made my opinions extremely clear about seltzer on this program before and i'm dipping my toe into the pool here a little bit okay Ooh. because my wife found me what she believed without any sort of knowledge taste test or information the seltzer that i would love and the one made for me and gentlemen i'll just kind of let you read this to see if you can see as I tell the audience that oh, this oh is my God. <laughs> pumpkin spice spiked latte. <laughs> okay. Um, this is a collaboration between two companies I have never heard of before. Uh, Study Break and Seltzpert. Yeah. S-E-L-T-Z-P-E-R-T. Seltzpert. I don't know. And again, neither did she, but she saw pumpkin spiked latte and it is a seltzer, but it's a different seltzer. And let me explain to you why, because the ingredients go something like this, carbonated water, wine, coffee, natural flavors, pumpkin puree. So wine is what's providing the alcohol in this. Um, And I did have a little bit of it already because I also realized I'm like, I'm doing this for bruise day, kicking off the air. I have to do it. There's quite a bit of caffeine in it. And you probably don't know this. We're recording this rather late in the evening. So I needed to get, <laughs> needed to get some of this down. <laughs> so I wasn't bouncing off the walls because it is brewed with coffee. Um, so there is caffeine in it. Zero grams of sugar, 6% ABV. Guys, this tastes exactly like a pumpkin spice latte. It's just, it's a it's a cleaner, crisp mouthfeel because it is a seltzer. So it's not like necessarily creamy or anything like that. So it's smooth, a little dangerous. It is sweet, but just the right amount. It's a lot of pumpkin flavor in here. Let me tell you, and a good amount of well-balanced coffee. This is a home run. I love it. I have 11 more to go, which I have to try to portion out until next, 
next pumpkin spice season. Um, but this is a winner. I love it. If anything's getting me in the seltzer game, this is the one. The pumpkin spiked latte from Study Break and Seltzpert. So there you go. Well, Dan, if it's got wine in it, next time you're in the wine aisle, just ask them where the seltzers are. (laughs) (laughs) You feel right at home. That's a good point. That's a good point. I like that. I like that. Yes. Dip it into both both pools there. Yeah. Dude, that's (laughs) tough, though. When it has caffeine in it, like... You got to be real strategic about when you drink that thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I was already worried about <laughs> having it right now and committed to it. That's why I had some of it a little while ago, but you're right. This isn't your ordinary your ordinary seltzer beer drink. This you got to be having this I mean, this is perfect for brunch if there ever was one. Oh yeah. So that's why we're here. Nice. Well, cheers boys. Cheers boys. Cheers. cheers. All right. Well, let's get into the menu. Chris, I want to do this quiz, man. Yes. And we don't know what we're talking about here, right? Let's go. I have a quiz for you guys. And um, I don't know how many of these uh, we'll run through. We'll give it a little bit here and we'll see which one of you comes out the winner. Uh, I found, you know what? I'll just read this thing. Got it up in front of me here. There's actually wrong answers with this quiz. Oh. Um, No, there's, well, yeah. Uh, There's an article out about the ages that you peak at everything throughout life. Mm-hmm. So when you're the best at certain things, and it okay. says aging can seem like a scary prospect, but a wealth of scientific studies have found that youth isn't all it's cracked up to be. There are plenty of cases in which human beings peak well into the middle of old age. Okay. So I want to throw some categories at you guys and Find out from you what age you think you would peak at these things. You By the way, real that? quick, I hate that headline how it said middle of old age. That makes me think that that means like, I don't know, like 68, 69, 70 and not middle, like middle age. I used to hear middle age and I thought that's what you were going to say, peak at middle age. But peaking at middle old age middle makes and- me feel like it's like. Middle and old age. Yeah. Oh, middle and old age. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe, yeah. 75% of the way through life, you're like, peak. All right. So <laughs> this will be interesting. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's go through some of these. When do you think you peak at learning a new language? What age? Oh, shit. Uh, peak? 10. I was going to, uh, I was going to say 15. Okay. Yeah. You so you guys are on the younger end. That's that's a that's a good Perfect. guess. Uh the age is seven. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy because like most people don't decide to purchase those language learning things start till way later. Seven, and even. like I yeah. don't think we started learning foreign languages in middle school, right? So you're how old fifth are grade. you? How old are you in fifth grade? Like twelve? Eleven. 10, 10, 11. Yeah, eleven. Yeah. All right. Ooh. Yeah. It's this is I, I see this is something I talk about a lot because I'm like, if they would have taught, because I did like three semesters of Spanish, I don't remember any of it, right? And passed them all. I don't remember anything from it. And, but if I would have learned Spanish at five, that would have been fire. Think about it. They got us to learn how to cursive write and made us think that mattered <laughs> for like three years when we were that little. Like you could get us to learn a language. But yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. Okay. I get it. It's kind of crazy. Um, vocabulary what age do you think you peak at vocabulary 
Ooh. Mm. This one's really tricky. Because you learn so much in your younger years, but learning the big words later in life. <laughs> Vocabulary 30. 30? But the big words. The big words. That big you're peaking big words. Still I'm still um, learning those big words. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I think it's I think it's under. I think it's under 30. By the way, who uh Dan got the first was closest on the first one, right? He said 10. Yeah. Yeah. So Dan Dan's one No, I said here. 10. Oh yeah, he, he said 10. No, Didi yeah. said 10. <laughs> okay, so Didi Didi's got one. Shit, a lot of pressure here though. Um under <clears throat> Bryce's right style, 25. <laughs> 71 no <laughs> have you met an old person before that's when they stop remembering words so it's literally <laughs> peak they've they can't remember any more words and they start to forget them that's an interesting point yeah maybe it's like at that point it starts to go back down <laughs> that's what i think is going on there um uh, no it can't be 71 because if you've ever met an old person <laughs> and there's a point where all of our parents hit this point where they're just like, yeah, don't care. I, I'm not going to say that. They just get to a point where they're just going to do that. So like, yeah. no, I would go with 50, but I was 71. No, no, no way. No way. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's well, not that many old people out here learning new vocabulary. I refuse. Th this one I thought gave us hope because like, any of us could still become a famous rapper if our vocabulary is just going to continue to improve as time goes on. We're not even halfway there. I guess. Jesus yeah. Christ. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, so who got that way? Who got that one? Yeah, Didi. That goes to Didi. <laughs> yeah, you were 40 <laughs> off, but 40 yeah, off. Right. I'm going to go right. opposite of everything I think. Now. <laughs> Didi's got two. Dan's got none. Um, this one hits home for me because I feel like this is something I am very bad at. Remembering names. Oh, when are you best at remembering names? What age? And since Didi's up 2-0, since Didi's leading, we'll make him continue to go first so Dan can price his right way, his way back into this thing. Remembering names. Yeah. This is something I feel like I've always been, I don't know if I'm terrible at it, but I've always been so nervous that I'm terrible at it. When you're that like uh, with a lot of people, I know I know their names, but I'll just be like, "Hey, man." Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with thirty again. Mm. Thirty. Forty-five. Oh boy, it's, tw it's twenty-two. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I was using the same method of like study, like so many names you remember until 45 that you start forgetting people. Yeah. 22. They say your best at 22. So like basically right when you graduate college is when you're best at remembering names. Yeah. See, that's the reason I went 30 and I was going to go lower just because I was trying to think of when I didn't care that much if I met new people. Because all through college, you're meeting new people. So you kind of oh. got to remember people's names. Yeah. yeah. But then you get That's to a good. point where it's like, you got your friends, you got your people. When you, at some point that just like, you just don't care yeah. about the people that you meet that much anyways. It's hmm. good. That's a good, that's a good point. Um, all right, let's do two more. Let's do two more. Um, 
when do you peak at your ability to focus? At what age? Mm. To be maximally focused. Do you feel like you've passed that point, gentlemen? If so, your employers would like to have a word. If I've, <laughs> if I've passed that point, I'm in trouble. Like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Which is this an interesting think... one, right? Because like attention spans seem to just be going in the wrong direction these yeah. days. Um, peak at uh, ability to focus. Fifty. DD says fifty. That's a good guess. That's a really good guess. Um, I'm kind of thinking that same that same ballpark neighborhood. So hopefully we're going to be close here. So I'm not going over. I don't think I'm going to go over. I'll go forty five. Forty three. Dan's on the board. Good job, Dan. Finally, nice. just got to get off the schneid. Feel good. Forty three. I was. Oh, see, I don't like that now. Now I feel like there's a countdown. <laughs> <laughs> we're closer to it than I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it because of pilots. Like pilots can't. There's a certain age Ooh. that pilots can't be, or something. Now, like there has to be a reason for that. Mm. Or so many years that you can fly. It's usually like yeah. somewhere around fifty something. But yeah, interesting. Mm. That's a tough one. Um, okay, last one. <laughs> this one I feel like has a lot of variants. Um, at what age do you peak at understanding other people's emotions? <laughs> And gentlemen, is, once, is once that, again, is, uh, if you've uh, <laughs> if you've already passed that, word. your wives would like to have a word. <laughs> so would my kids. My kids would like to have a word too. <laughs> um, oh God! Um, <laughs> wow, this is hard. Why am I thinking so much during this podcast? This is not normally how this works. There's there's a, a range here, and it's between 1 and 90, if that helps. Oh, thanks. Super helpful. <laughs> thanks. Super helpful. I can um, roll out 12 or 11 months. I think yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. Right. It, understanding emotions. I, I guess it's got to be like parenting age or something. I don't know. 45? Hmm. I think it's over that. I'm going uh, to go 65. Hmm. Uh, Didi's closer. 65. 51. <sighs> Didi, okay. you're you're pre- you were pretty close on virtually all of these. I'm impressed. Uh, I, I I random. I guess I think about this more than I think. I don't know. I think about old age more than I think, or something. Or I don't know. I don't hmm. know. Well, they say you peak at psychological well being at 82. So just keep thinking. Okay. Well, good. That means uh, I'm encouraged that I'll get better at this stuff because I'm. Not even halfway to 82. So that's hey, good. Well, the way I came across this is because like I saw the age at which you peak for like running a marathon and muscle strength and all that stuff. And then I thought that was interesting until I dove into all the other categories. Um, and then I tried this like you guys did and did terrible at it. So we're all pretty bad at this, but I thought it was interesting. Thanks for playing my yeah. game. Wow. Yeah. Now I'm like thinking a lot about this. Well, good, because our next topic is a deep one. Yes, our next topic (laughs) is a very deep one. Uh, Franco Harris uh, passed away and, you know, Pittsburgh, we tailgate for any excuse to tailgate anything. Uh, We'll tailgate a baptism and a bar mitzvah and all those things. So (laughs) why not tailgate a funeral? Um, So how are we going to do this? Um, (laughs) What would you have at the tailgate of your funeral, Christopher? Dude. I propose this uh, topic and I don't even know. I, first, I want to say that like 
I am so proud to be from Pittsburgh, but there are some just like unbelievably Pittsburgh moments <laughs> that I'm actually it's like too Pittsburgh for me. And this was too Pittsburgh for me. This made me uncomfortable that like nobody asked people to do this, but groups of people when Franco Harris's funeral was happening, were in the parking lot at Heinz field, like on a work day, yep. drinking beer and tailgating that it made me talk about, Oh, we talked at the beginning of the episode, where do you feel uncomfortable? I, I feel uncomfortable with that. I would feel very uncomfortable there. So this made me, I, did, I didn't like it. <laughs> it made me kind of embarrassed to be from Pittsburgh. Um, but yeah, I started thinking like, where would mine take place? Like if I could choose any one place in the world for my like funeral tailgate to take place, then I started feeling bad about myself because I was like, it, well, shit, it might be in the same place that those people were. So that's a problem. <laughs> what about you what about your what what's your what's your spread look like yeah it, it's all gonna be food dedicated to you so oh yeah it's catered by chipotle for sure we're doing like the <laughs> build your own burritos um you can whip up some huevos rancheros with all the ingredients like we're we're doing it big and it's probably a morning tailgate if i'm being honest with you uh, i used to think there was a lot of good in like 3 30 kickoffs and 8 p.m kickoffs but as i've gotten older the age at which you peak for tailgating is now because i've realized morning tailgates are the best they are the best breakfast food at a tailgate is the best if we could do like a fiesta style breakfast tailgate i think that would be mwah delicious for everyone except wow. for me because i'm dead yeah the, the spread at my tailgate it's very simple it would just be all flavors of wing stuff oh. <laughs> like every flavor all the wings all the fries you could possibly have and that's just what it would be it'd be wings and fries and the soundtrack would just be fire like i feel like the people who know me would know what to play yeah and that's yeah. all I would ask. And they would know right. what not to play. Yeah. Most and more importantly, maybe. <laughs> more importantly, <laughs> most importantly, they know they would know what not to play. Yeah. They would be afraid to play certain things. So right. yeah. If fancy like <laughs> if fancy like plays at my tail at my funeral tailgate, I, I will haunt you for the rest <laughs> of your life. Yeah. <laughs> and if I'm there, I'm dying right there with you. <laughs> right are either, there are either you got you you two the type of guy who would like have a recording to play while you're at like people are at your mm. tailgate funeral have you seen those things before where people like yeah pre-record something for everybody to laugh at instead of cry when they're like lowering them into the grave <laughs> mm. i don't mm, no i don't uh, think it, i don't know if i could do it i would want to do it but i guess i'd think about it after the fact so that i wouldn't be able to <laughs> <laughs> yeah it'd be way funnier to put it together after yeah. the fact but yeah. well, you, you can't <laughs> um mine would be just a massive italian italian style buffet sponsored by olive garden and you bet your ass there would be unlimited salad and breadsticks there you know oh. pasta all these different pastas get your soup get your whatever just 
meatballs. Let's meatball it up for Dan today. Let's just <laughs> that's a t-shirt. <laughs> meatball it up for Dan. We actually make the t-shirts. Meatball it up for Dan. Yeah, and everybody gets an Olive Garden uh, gift card on their way out. Yes, yes, of course. So Olive Garden is is absolutely present with their wonderful sponsorship of this event. Uh, you know there'd be an entire row, table upon table upon table, of just pumpkin spiced delights, uh, including this little beverage, perhaps on draft. You know, if you want to have it there, um, craft beer, just a, a wide variety of craft beer, and like no shit beer. Just that's a rule. Won't happen. Keep your Mick Ultra at home for Sunday's Steeler game, but craft beer for the tailgate. Um, our guy DJ Scottro there playing the hits because oh. again a guy that i know and can trust is going to play the right soundtrack so dj scottro they're pumping out the jams uh for the funeral um and i think in the text one of you brought through the question like talking about this topic about like you know who would be you know there who would be invited what would your spread look like who would be invited obviously family friends but everything like that but i'm going to take you back to our tailgate draft that we did not that long ago who would be invited to my tailgate Women. Yeah. Go back to women. Because <laughs> <laughs> that makes every tailgate better. So that's probably what it would look like. Yeah. Shit. We've had a lot of tailgate topics and yeah. drafts and yeah. episodes. And like, I think this is the last ground we've never covered about tailgating. Tailgating well, we'll for your funeral. Hopefully this is as far as it goes in terms of like this type of stuff. <laughs> uh, we'll find something new. We'll lighter. Get on the lighter God. side of life of tailgating. All <laughs> I can think about is just. Uh, all right, everybody, with tears in our eyes, hold your breadstick or your pumpkin spice latte <laughs> in the sky. Let's meatball it up for Dan one more time. <laughs> oh, man, we have to make T-shirts. When are we going to start making T-shirts? No, I would wear um, that do every single day. <laughs> Put your breadsticks in the air. Oh, I love oh it. my gosh. Oh. Boys, we got to get to music. Um, Let's go. What we're listening to. Let's talk about it. We've been uh, it's we've been away for a while and there's been a lot of music that I want to talk to you guys about. So I'm very excited about this. Um, Here we go. Uh, My my homie Ice Spice put out a new song in her mood <laughs> and it's great in her mood. It's awesome. That. Just. I love Ice Spice. Big things coming for Ice Spice in 2023. <laughs> it's coming. I love that. I love that a lot. Get ready. Um, I'm going to end 2023 with with what most of us started 2022, or I'm sorry, end 2022 with what a lot of us started 2022 with, and that is the weekend. Uh, he had a song off the Avatar soundtrack called "Nothing Is Lost," and I mean, the dude just bookended the year. Perfectly started off fire, end it with fire with this single off the Avatar soundtrack. And it is, it's very thematic and very dramatic. It's perfectly made for a movie. And I mean, the dude just had an incredible year the weekend. So nothing is lost. Right on. Um, nothing I have this week is new. In fact, it's very old. New listeners, welcome to my world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I came across a list of pop punk and emo songs that turned 20 this year and got oh, no. downright depressed. So yeah, <laughs> let's dive into a few favorites. Um, Dan, 
this one will hit home with you. Uh, Grand Theft Autumn, where is your boy from the Take This to Your Grave album, Fall Out Boy, Ooh. 20 years old. This song can almost drink. That's terrible. Yeah. Everyone listen and cry this week. Enjoy. Oof. Oh, wow. Um, Just side note, I knew we were going to be talking about DeMar Hamlin and a bunch of other stuff, and I knew we'd get like we'd end up really up against time. But I want to do a topic on this, the 20 songs, because like it really hit when I saw that on like New Year's. I was like, these songs are turning 20 this year. And I'm like, oh no. And then yeah. someone was like, hmm, I want to, I want to do that All right. at some point. So yeah. All right. Um, uh, Wiz Khalifa put out a new song on New Year's Eve called Never Drinking Again. And this is going to sound weird, but it may make you listen to it. This sounds like a country song, but it's by Wiz Khalifa. And I don't know if that was the intention, but I'm telling you, if some country artist put this song out, it would be number one on the country charts. Never drinking again, Wiz Khalifa. Just listen to it. It's really good. Okay. Good luck, man. (laughs) I'm nervous. Just saying. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Okay. Um, My girl. Laura Morano, let's go. Bad time, good time. It was a single she dropped. And it's a song with lyrics that many of us can relate to. Okay, of course, goes a little something like this. You met me at a bad time, looking for a good time, maybe for a long time, maybe not. <laughs> so <laughs> it's about meeting somebody right after a breakup, and just the timing's all wrong. And just a hey, great to hear great stuff from Laura Morano. So check it out very relatable tune those were in chris's vows when he got married <laughs> like didn't know if it was gonna be a long time or the right time didn't know <laughs> that's right i decided to write a pop punk uh, song for my <laughs> vows um okay number two songs that are 20 turning 20 this year uh motion city soundtrack the future freaks me out from their movie oh, i am the movie i know dan i'm sorry but th- <laughs> these are facts okay 20 years old this year. <sighs> All right. Um, you know, I'm going to cheat. I have two. Ray Shrimmerd, Torpedo. Uh, Ray Shrimmerd, just, I don't, they keep teasing this album for the past, like, I don't know, six months or so. Um, I, I really want it to come out. I love everything they're dropping. Torpedo's great. Don't listen to that song around your kids, though. Um, <laughs> and then Hoodie Allen and this dude named Connor Price put out a song called Buddy and it made me and it takes you right back to 2010 when Hoodie Allen was a big deal or 2011 when Hoodie Allen was a big deal because now he's been trying the whole like because every the whole pop punk thing and it's just like stupid like you rap like I know you're not popular anymore but like you rap that's what you do and he does that here and it's great so Buddy Connor Price and Hoodie Allen Hmm. interesting uh, last one for me, uh, when I say the name Joe, D-J-O, does that ring a bell for either of you? I just think of JoJo. I wish. I wish I had JoJo to share. But Joe, D-J-O, is the solo music project from actor Joe Keery, who is known mostly for Stranger Things. If you've seen his face with his long, flowy hair, very recognizable i don't watch stranger things so i don't like know him know him but i certainly recognize him 
apparently the dude is a bit of a musician, okay? And he's been releasing music uh, a little bit here and there and recently put out an album. And the song Change, I for, when I first discovered this song, I had no idea who he was, right? I was just hooked right away. And then I look into it a little bit more. I'm like, wait a minute. This is this guy? Usually these crossovers, not they don't always hit, right? They don't always hit. But I really like what I heard here it's funky it's kind of a little electric indie pop it's just a really catchy song change from joe aka joe kiri check it out all right nice uh my last one 20 years old okay turning 20 coheed and cambria a favor house atlantic no way 20 years old uh and i don't really like that band that much but that song like that song remember that got popular and it was super poppy punky and then the rest of their songs were not this was back in the time when you like had to buy albums from sam goody and i did and did not get what i thought i was getting um but i really liked that one song so we'll celebrate it and we'll we'll all get a little sad together yeah they had like two or three like really great like pop punk style songs and they just never did that ever again (laughs) and then they stopped yeah (laughs) yeah well yeah this 20 year old song topic is going to be great i i'm very (laughs) i'm very excited about it Yeah, i just don't like that we're at like i don't have a problem being the age that i am i just don't i have a problem that the things that i like are at the age that they are does that make sense? Yep. Um, have you seen the way that and maybe because in my world's a little warped because like I work with like young people sometimes, but like have you seen the way that like teenagers are dressing? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's the way we dress. Right. And that makes me remember when like my sister wore jeans that were similar to what my mom wore. And yeah. that being a topic of conversation, and now that's happening here. Ugh. Like I, I just don't like. Don't like this. Valor is back. Just to let everyone know. No shit. Stop. The name, like the writing on the ass, is back. Ugh. Like, I'm just it hasn't been enough time. Not enough time has passed. <laughs> I understand Dude. cyclical fashion, cyclical, but that's you, there's got to be more. Time. You're telling me juicy on the ass is coming back. Is that oh, it's back. Doing? Oh, it's back. Oh, it's back. It's all back, dude. It's all back. And just the way that, and I found that out when I was um, I found that out while I was at Hollywire one day, and then we went to a friend's uh Christmas party, and he has um, and they have a 15 year old and a I think 13 year old and so all their friends are there it's a family Christmas party we're all there like Siobhan watched them like basically babysat them when they were like really really little and stuff like that I've known them forever and the way they're all their kids they're all dressed these are like teenagers and middle schoolers all the shit and they're just like running around I'm like oh my god I used to wear that <laughs> used to wear like you know what I mean like Siobhan's like oh my god they wear their hair the same this is Yikes. a lot like Siobhan was like having a moment like <laughs> This place looks like a Hollister store. Like, I have no problem. <laughs> There's a place where I get uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to have a fun 20 year topic. Wow. Uh, yeah. Coming up very soon. 
Well, that's what we're listening to. Make sure you check out the playlist on Spotify, uh, updated every week whenever me and Chris get Dan the songs. So make sure you check that out to all the new listeners. It's great. And um, boys, any final thoughts here on the Brunch Breakdown today? My final thought is I'm going to try to remember to text you guys my songs now because I'm never going to remember those. And (laughs) Oh, yeah. Do that. Yeah, I'll try to do that. Dan, final thoughts? Um, Oh, of 2023. Anybody out there, just remember meatball up for Dan. Just (laughs) shirts coming soon. (laughs) (laughs) When you're at Olive Garden, raise that breadstick to the sky for Dan. When you're you're here, your family. (laughs) (laughs) That's the French breaks out. We're out.